for those of you who are listening on other platforms, we may read stuff or make comments on things our live audience is saying. One example of this is our weekly IPA reviews. We often have members of our live audience drinking along with us and we add their scores to help us create a more accurate average. If you ever want to check us out live as we're doing the podcast, head to twitch.tv slash blocks apart. Welcome to the TGIM podcast, where we talk about the four most important topics worldwide. Tunes, gaming, IPAs, and mental health. Thank God it's Monday. Today on the podcast, we have myself, Lewis, Blocks Part, uh, Benky, Harrison, uh, Benky the Damn Goose. We have Jack, Lemsey, hello. Yo. And we have Tom, I am the shark, or the other half of Blocks Apart. Hey, hey. Thank you for the subscription, Lemsey. (laughs) Cheeky. Yeah, cool. Right, we're going to start. Hi. We're waiting for our executive producer to whip in a, a a big question for us to answer. Early doors, right off the bat. Right Get off you guys the bat. Engaged. I like the fact that only put, did someone take away Lindsay's okay. light? Here we go. Gin. Holiday in the Swiss <laughs> Alps or the Caribbean and why? Uh, Who wishes to start? I can go for this because I've been to both. Go, so, you know. Oh, I live the high life. <laughs> I I actually loved being well. I loved not particularly the Swiss Alps, but last year I went snowboarding for probably like the second time in my life. But it was amazing. Like the I don't really know how to explain it. It was so much better. And I I'm a scuba diver. I love being on a, a beach, but I also hate sand. That probably doesn't help. But yeah, it was nice. And up up the mountain was really warm. So yeah, I I really liked it up there and the snowboarding was great and yes i do scuba diving in the caribbean but i'd rather go up the alps and have a nice kind of hot chocolate up the top or a beer nice bit of soup um do some snowboarding that's me i'd agree swiss alps Mm. i don't like hot weather so um and i'm ginger so (laughs) (laughs) i'm trying (laughs) I'm bad. Web, web. <laughs> um, so yeah, I hate, I hate the heat. So I would not survive in the Caribbean, I don't think. I don't know whether Caribbean every fucking Yes, time. up the fucking Clements. Up yeah, no, Caribbean any day, time. man. I, I am so much more of a lion to sweet fuck right. all kind for of you, holiday, bad honey. man. No, than anything else. So for sure, I would rather be in the Caribbean uh, than than on I would love to go snowboarding don't get me wrong but I think if somebody held a gun to my head and said I'm sending you to the Alps or I'm sending you to the Caribbean I'd say okay I'll go to the Caribbean <laughs> yeah bit I of a long flight agree. for me also scuba diving so very true it's a, it's a long flight can't scuba dive in the Alps tell you that for Thank free you. well you might be oh, able to actually, but it'd be fucking freezing. actually I can talk about that because I've done that Okay, go on then. Oh, get you. Mr. No, Cult. well, oh, yeah. I've scuba dived up a spirit. mountain in Austria. I don't know if that ca- that's not the Alps, but um, it was still up a mountain, so you can go scuba diving in the lakes there, which is pretty cool at altitude. But yeah, I've done I've done everything, guys. I'm just gonna you know oh, yeah, yeah. be modest about right. this. Right. Well, we're gonna move on to ask how everybody is in so the chat because we've done our most important thing so. here, guys. We missed something very important. Yeah. Just double check. How are we all? <laughs> yeah, not bad. Yeah, well. Right. <laughs> I hear everybody in chat as well as well. Um, yeah. Like I've been saying to when people are, like work or ask me, how are you doing? I say, I'm alive. Yeah, I'm breathing. <laughs> I am breathing. breathing. I am thy breathing. <clears throat> I am thy breath. That sounds so spiritual. 
<laughs> I am uh, very much looking forward to finishing off with work on Friday. That'd be nice. Love. Have another oh, like last day. Yes, yeah. It's been great. Like uh, for people that don't know, I'm training to be a teacher, but it's uh, been a challenge. But yeah, it's. Oh, you uh, never said to be honest, mate. But thanks for letting us know. That's right. I just thought you know the new viewers. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, it's been going all right. I'm just knackered, so it'd be nice to have a break. And yeah. on Monday, I get to actually drink more than two IPAs. Yay. <laughs> there's nothing. There's nothing stopping it. you now. Yes, there is. I have school tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> it's a school day. Yeah, it's a school, it's night. A school night. Mummy says I got to do my homework. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, Important dear. stuff. Important stuff. I Home breathing may breath. be something you not might not want to say this year. Well, exactly. indeed. I can see I you breathe breathing. <clears throat> Put on your goddamn mask, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope you guys enjoyed the new uh, random icebreaker section. We're going to be making that a usual thing weekly where we'll just put in a random question at the start so we can get you guys just engage on your thoughts of the mm. questions. Yeah. Um, so thank you for participating. We're going to move on to our usual uh, gaming section to start off with. The topic of the week is games being pushed out too early and missing the mark and slash or containing large amounts of bugs. There's obviously one very broad example um, that's Cyberpunk 2077 which has had a very mixture of reviews. Um, we'll, we'll go to Lewis first as he's had a fair go. I think about 20 hours or so in now are you Lewis? Uh, 13. But yeah it's uh, we're talking about Cyberpunk here aren't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, bearing with this topic, I mean, it was it's a brilliant game. I, I'm really enjoying playing Cyberpunk, but there are bugs there, and I don't know. I'm I'm of the opinion that if you're going to relate release like a title like that, then probably you should probably iron out the bugs first. I'm enjoying the game. Don't get me wrong, but yesterday I was told to walk go through a window by my NPC. Um, kind of compa compadre on the game and was yeeted about 200 meters in the opposite direction as I jumped <laughs> towards said window. <laughs> oh, and also, I started the game by running somebody over whose head was stuck in the road. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a good game. 2020 GG. <laughs> there's, there's a few uh, games on here that I just want to quickly point out. So we've got Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Cyberpunk. Call of Duty Warzone, Anthem, <laughs> Fallout 76, No Man's Sky, and Star Wars Battlefront. Um, mm -hmm. I think the first Star Wars Battlefront, they really got off to a poor, poor start. The original yeah, game was in. brilliant. <clears throat> and then they were like, loot boxes, loot boxes, loot boxes, and then it was like pay to win, basically. Um, yeah. Literally so. was. The second Star Wars Battlefront, I loved. The, the, the campaign that I've played three mm. times now, and, and I it's really, really enjoyed too, right? it. It's, it is also canon, yeah. It's mm -hmm. uh, based off the Star Wars uh, Resistance Rebuild books, um, mm -hmm. where Ooh. it's in between uh, the eighth and the ninth film, and they bring up Zay in it, who is the daughter of whatever her name is, um, the main protagonist in the first part of the campaign. Mm. Um, Anthem was like... That flop. Destiny, that, like, but not. Yeah, that, wasn't that <laughs> yeah. wasn't that what Amazon brought out, or was that something? No, EA. It was an EA, EA game. game. No, it was a... What game did Amazon bring out that flopped? 
and the, the the fan base that it had, and it still had a fairly large fan base, was really sort of quite upset um, because they were expecting so many more DLCs and stuff to come out. Hmm. Um, yeah, it's tough because like Star Wars, just the name itself is such a big title. And when, especially for me and, uh, and especially for Jack as well, is that when you bring out a title that, for me especially like takes up such a large part of my life with series and books and games and it turns out to be really poor and that was my mm. opinion on squadrons like squadrons isn't a bad game and i was salty when i first played it because my pc was struggling to run it but i've just thought about it and it really just doesn't bother me i feel like what, it's just too what happens repetitive. when one one company has the market on the on a franchise mm. when they reckon... first released it when they first sorry, announced it, it sounded they they milked the the vocab they used to describe the game. I think, if you know what I mean, like mm. they overdid it a bit, overhyped it a bit, and it just it literally sort of just turned out to be like mm. just yeah, a bit average really. I don't know. I wasn't pleased with the final product, and I'm still not. Where's that? Link? Squadrons. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we've played it a lot now, really, and I just find it... I mean, like, I know it's a difficult game to play. I know it's really hard to pick up the uh, controls and stuff because it's got so many and, you know... Mm. But I just... I don't think it lived up to the hype that much. And, yeah, it's really not what I was expecting from, like, this immersive space shooter kind of mm. proper oh, Star yeah. Wars. Like, when I think of like that, I think... Small. No, I agree. And when I think of Star Wars space battles, I think, you know, this is going to be Huge. like, it was in the movies when they're like, you know, Red Leader, we're on the, oh my God, I'm going down. You know, well, it's actually remember, a big like, deal to die. In the ninth movie, <clears throat> when they're doing, I mean, right, right, right at the start, um, Poe Dameron is doing all of those um, hyperspace jumps where he keeps, he's trying to escape a load of TIE fighters and then he keeps moving to different planets like loads and obviously the thing is is that the millennium falcon's not meant to hyperspace jump mm. um like and when it comes to squadrons it feels like there's about three worlds that you can explore and i mean it's just it's just yeah, so no, small it doesn't feel like you can like hyperspace and then pick a location for example like fly around tatooine fly above tatooine on those famous planets fly around typhon Coruscant. I, um, Imagine flying through Coruscant. I, think, on, I feel like it would have done better than ha having not been a 5v5. No, I agree. I and think, I feel they've I tailored the it too is, much to esports. I, was I think the problem is, that, yeah. literally every... I, and I, I'm actually very much in a different opinion of you guys with this. It was literally sold as a 5v5 competitive game that wasn't going to be big. Um, yeah. Like, it... Like if you wanted the big galactic battles, then get Battlefront. Mm. It's not even that expensive of a game, Squadrons, because they knew it's a small game. It's five v five in space. Mm. Like it's mm. not. It's not meant to be your big galactic battles. It it was sold as a competitive five v five that probably fair, wouldn't be much yeah. more than that. And if, they've absolutely they're fucking. Doing, smashed they're doing that. more with the game than they said they were going to. I mean, they've actually released. Um, free DLC for it, which nobody thought yeah. they were going to do. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I think they've absolutely killed it. I think they've done a really good job with oh, it. No, it's just an amazing job. a difficult game to get 
to get hold of and it's not it's not what people were expecting if you didn't read into it loads like Look, don't get me wrong i'm not saying it's a, <laughs> i'm not saying it's a bad game because I, I i don't think it is a bad game particularly i'm just I, I don't know if the marketing tactics that they used were particularly good that's my thoughts of that fine it's a small okay. game for 5v5 but at the same time the way they mass market it as a triple a title it doesn't help that did they market yeah. it as a triple a i mean yeah it's ea of course they would and i'm pretty sure they it's did it's also got the name star wars on it i mean <laughs> it's yeah, also okay. <laughs> not made it as an esport either like, it's been I, was, out for I was hoping not long. I was hoping Squadrons would sort of have the sort of, and I know this is probably a bit of a, a bold statement, but I was hoping it would kick off loads and it would have the sort of viewership that your CS tournaments gets, like between like 40 and 100,000 people on Twitch watching like insane players like Yazaiwus of Squadrons of CS on Squadrons. Like there's that one iconic person that is just insane. It, and there just hasn't been the build up for it and even if i didn't enjoy the game i would love to watch people who are bloody good at it and i'd love to see a massive esports system they are implementing implement they are making they are making a system where people you can make custom matches and stuff because they've seen so many people somehow they even they're like we're not sure how you've managed to make your own tournaments (laughs) because it randomly puts you into games but people have managed to do tournaments with it and um so i'm pretty sh- i'm almost certain i read someone that they are making a system where you can make custom matches so people can make proper tournaments mm. um yeah which which would be good i'd love mm, that for sure that's an aspect that is needed hmm. interesting big, big debate isn't it, it i think so I think we'll see more of it. Opinion. Yeah, well, we'll see more of it in the coming weeks, though, won't we, with Squadrons? Like, they're going to keep yeah, updating it and sorting out I the... I think so. ...iron out the bugs, as, as they're doing with most games at the moment. Um, mm. I'm very much under the opinion that Cyberpunk is the best game that's been released this year, though. Um, that is my opinion. But we'll see as that develops. Um, I hope you guys get it and give it a go. I will, um, just... <laughs> speaking of opinions... Um, Let's do our outrageous opinion. So last week, oh, yeah. uh, that was we a nice little uh, <laughs> yeah, I know, nice little crossover there. Done that. <laughs> last week, we talked about uh, video game music being infinitely better than mo- modern day music, um, which was an interesting topic to talk about. I think so. If you want to listen to that, you can listen to all our podcasts at Anchor.fm, and we're also also available on all um, kind of podcast platforms from there. Got so any links for them. Um, sorry. I said, have we got any links? No, um, I'll set one up in chat. But yeah, if you are kind of listening to this, you can go and look at it at Anchor.fm for the rest. Really, um, if you want to see more. Uh, this week's outrageous opinion is: the generation gives too much emphasis on music slash beats and not enough on lyrics. That's why we have so many mumble rappers. So I think he says this generation. Sorry. Hmm. What do you yeah. think? Who wants to start uh, with that? Go on, Jack. Yeah, I totally agree. I feel like I feel like people are like, oh, yeah, this beat six or this song's good, when all they're saying is the same word over and over again or oh, talking about something yeah. completely fucking bollocks. 
that no one having like, money no one shagging bitches yeah mm. like it's no like i i like music if it's got very very good lyric it could be the most poppy song ever but if it's got good lyrics i will listen to it and i'll probably enjoy it i don't just like i mean there's some there's some music don't get me wrong that there's a lot of emphasis for me on the music and the beats like I mean, there's there's instrumentals that I listen to, a band called Polyphia, who don't have any lyrics at all. Um, obviously, that's that's a lot of emphasis on the music. But yeah, I think lyrics is uh, lyrics is way more important for me than the music and uh, the beats. Hmm, that's interesting because I think like I listen to a lot of soundtrack stuff. Um, you know, which is not really many lyrics, but that still, I think it still kind of come, brings across a lot of meaning. Whereas I guess if we're looking at rappers, they always have the same background music. It doesn't really change. Um, and the mumbling thing, like I'd really want to be able to hear what they're saying. So, you know, I think there, I guess, I don't know. I think there is a bit too much emphasis on beats and stuff without really focusing on what is actually coming across in the lyrics, yeah. Hmm. The frustrating thing as well is... Sorry, you go, Tom, you go. I say I'm going to mildly disagree. Hmm. Uh, just because of my personal... For me, personally, it's more to do with the music and the beat than it is the lyrics. For me, the lyrics are like a sweet bonus. But if I can't get into so i would never be able to listen to a song if i don't like the beat if i don't like the melody or the rhythm behind it like i couldn't just listen to a song for the lyrics Mm. um and that comes with the fact that i listen to a lot of i listen to a lot of foreign music i don't always know what they're saying but if the music is good i i will most likely listen to it and i listen to a lot of lo-fi it's got no lyrics in it um Mm. A lot of the time that especially within the first couple of listens to a lot of metal bands i've got no fucking idea what they're saying <laughs> but if the riff is a good riff i'll i'll then take the time to look at the lyrics and see what's mm. going on but for me if that first initial listen and i don't get behind the the rhythm and the maybe what the drum is doing on the or the riff or something then i'll i'll pass it off even if it's got nice i'll acknowledge it's got nice lyrics but i probably won't listen to it again Mm. Um, i don't know i I think i think with the lyrics thing is if it if um it sort of is personal to you i feel like that makes a massive difference as well because i I listen to some, funnily enough, I listen to some mumble rappers because of the lyrics in their song. I don't really like, I don't really like any, overly any rap music um, just because I think it's really samey and stupidly auto-tuned and I hate it. A little foreshadowing for you. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Come on, just... give us some example of mumble rappers. Give us some examples. Uh, Lil Six, Peep. Nine. Lil Peep, yeah. Yeah, okay. XXX Tentacion or whatever he's called. Oh, he's like great. Some, of, some <laughs> of the, yeah, some of the lyrics are are good. I don't overly like the music, but mm. I the lyrics are really good, and they and they obviously resonate with me. So I 
enjoy the song to a certain extent, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, mm. yeah, I can't do that. Mm. But that's just that's just mm. me personally. If I can't get behind the beat, even if the lyrics are top quality, even if they're the best mm. lyrics ever written, if I can't stand the song behind it, but I just couldn't listen to it. So mm. you probably say there has to be a good balance. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I would agree. There needs to be a good balance, but I can, I understand um this sort of opinion on being there's too much emphasis on music because i feel like like a lot of pop songs um like the music can be all happy and jolly but then it, the lyrics are just fucking dreadful and they've been written by like a four-year-old yeah but if you think about it's, this and we're talking about this generation aren't we so i mean most mm-hmm. of this generation use tiktok i guess if we're going to talk about that but a lot of the songs on the charts are because people use their songs in their tiktok videos if you see what i mean so that's eight seconds or uh, up to a minute of music on tiktok mm. it then gets popular on um the charts and the m- lyrics don't mean much it's more to so people can do something to the beat rather than the lyrics so mm. i feel like that's maybe where the trend is at the moment is that people are listening to so little people are listening to little clips of music so a producer is going to focus on eight seconds that sound good rather than a whole song mm. of three minutes that sounds brilliant that we like you know because yeah, okay, yeah, i mean yeah. i've got two vinyls sitting in front of me that i got today and i'd much rather listen to that the whole way through than you know some of the shit that's out at the moment and let's be honest there's a lot of shit in the charts at the moment okay but mm. it's just because it's got that uh, longevity to it i guess um rather mm. than i guess it's factory you could call it factory music at the moment couldn't you it's just pumped I, out I was, I, like i'm i'm going to mildly say that i don't think it's necessarily just something new with this generation the fact that there is no there is music with not an emphasis on lyrics or even no lyrics at all because that can be seen in human history you've got whole hundreds of years worth of music that had no lyrics above it that was just an orchest- orchestra and that's got the whole mm. emphasis on music so anything classical from like the romantic or the baroque period that's all just orchestra that's all set violins and stuff that was 100% but wouldn't you still on. say that had more meaning than maybe some of the tracks that come out recently? If we're looking at music so, but, only and the beat behind that, wouldn't you say that that's, that that's music... That's a different question, though. Yours, this, the question is, this doesn't give too much emphasis on the music slash beats, not whether it's good or not. So this isn't asking whether the music that is being produced is good, because mm-hmm. that's another question, because I would say not particularly some of the beats that are coming out and the music that is coming out isn't the best quality but the emphasis being put on it is there like it's a hundred percent there um because of the fact that um uh attention span is so short these days people have Mm. less attention spans if you don't grab them within the first like 10 seconds people aren't gonna stay to be fair, Chase think, and Status uh, slaps, though, to be fair. Yeah. Chase and Status, that one they did with Plan B. Now, that's a song that has a hell of a lot of motion in it. So <laughs> I think that's a it's a good example of something that might not sound like it should be like emotional, but it is. Hmm. Um, mumble rap is something that has been glorified through radio as well. So yeah. people will hear this and go, ah, oh, 
oh, this is really, really good. So then more people will try to become mumble rappers because they have a higher chance of hitting the charts or hitting the mainstream. And mumble rap seems to come with a stigma that you must talk about having money and fucking women and objectifying and, and things like that. And that gets thrown into the mainstream. And then you see kids these days like, 10 years younger than us like singing some of the most horrendous things like my girlfriend's brother's like 15 now i think and he listens to some stuff and i hear it and i go oh my god like they don't well, leave anything whap, to like, the imagination i'm sorry but whap is just what the fuck whap is just whap bro <laughs> <laughs> how like, is that a thing though <laughs> Because it, because they know it will stir up controversy, and they know they'll hit the mainstream. They know they'll get a shitload of money, and they know they'll get a shitload of listens as well. WAP That's is its I own mean. genre. Yeah, it's the WAP genre. <laughs> Good. <laughs> well, you know, I think I think this is an interesting topic that we've clearly, you it's know, like, got very. Quickly, it's like metal music. A lot of the time, is very, very, very emotional stuff. And people like to wrench the shit out of their throats to portray a bit more emotion to their music. And, um, but it's not radio friendly because people don't like the sound of the sound of it. Mm, and yeah. I but feel like if it, it was radio friendly, then people would probably relate to it more. But all that's injected into today's radio is okay, some pop music is. <laughs> dancey and and like shit like that and vibey i guess is is a word that the, the cool kids use nowadays but um and that wouldn't and like that doesn't incorporate like a metal track and and obviously i'm biased because i'm a huge metal fan but i feel like radio one and your biggest radio stations out there are very much sort of stuck to this sort of more things that you can dance to and and things that you can sort of like especially like rapping mm. as well so yeah I mean, yeah metal stuff does have their own radio and stuff but you know that's uh, the big mainstream ones your radio ones basically is is i feel like is very much like it's sticking to one audience apart from from eight till ten on a sunday night when the rock show gets I quite like Greg James to be fair but you know that's. Him I don't like any of them it's him not the music and I like listening to Greg James in the morning so he's pretty down to earth um, but the music isn't <laughs> good um, mm. we've got to remember what WAP stands for as well wet ass pigeons just being reminded by my friend to say that it means wet ass pigeons <laughs> wet ass pigeons <laughs> The best kind of pigeon. Um, right, uh, I believe I believe it's time to uh, break the section with an IPA. Um, I'd oh, quite yes. like that. So I'll go and, uh, I'll go and grab mine. Do you know what I've realised I've not done? I've not updated the IPAs on my thing, but I can do that right now. Yikes. Disgraceful. Yikes. Which one are we doing first? <laughs> so, yeah, which one are we doing first? <laughs> let me just update my stream, boys. Uh, the first one's going to be the Northern Monk. Um well, yeah. Right, I shall return. So I'll let you grab that and I'll update my stream. Whoops. Oh, look at that slide. Oh, Just realised that um, 
technically metal's got its own version of mumble rap, hasn't it? It's called black black metal. Oh, black metal, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you understand a word they are saying? Yeah. I do not no. think so. No, I don't listen to that. <laughs> to be fair. That'd be funny if that was mainstream. Mm. God, that'd be awful. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be worse than bubble wrap, I think. Yeah. Glorious wall of IPAs. It... That is a glorious wall of IPAs. Oh, yeah, yeah, you have to go to Lewis's stream. You can't see it from mine. Mm. Can't really see it on his either, but, you know, we move. <laughs> Tastes the same. Right, Lewis, back. show us your glorious wall of IPAs. Oh. That's building up significantly. All right. There it is. Hello there. Hello there. Hello there. Look at that. Beautiful. That is all the IPAs we've we've drunk so far. Um... <laughs> You're going to need a bigger shelf, mate. I know. <laughs> How many is there up there? Oh, Six, 12. Eighty six, forty one, forty two, forty five, forty eight. That's a lot of beer. This is why I'm uh, so crying for life. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, Who's uh? Who... Hey, my can is is a sticker one. Oh, mine's. Is not. it? Mine yeah. is not. Mine is like an actual can. Mine's an actual. Oh, you've been grafted, mate. Oh, um, I don't, oh. I don't overly have high hopes for it anyway, because the last New World one we had was no, it was not. It's Northern Monk, the company, isn't it? I can't say was... I rate, rate this particularly highly. Bloody awful. But uh, rate what you know. this beer? Uh, I've had it before, but I don't want to spoil it. Um, <laughs> oh well, <laughs> I might, I might, have, my taste thing. buds might have changed since I had that it about a year ago. The fun, um, should I read out the description, or does somebody else want to do it? Uh, you go for it. Okay, let me just find the description. <laughs> hey, up! Oh, we're in no, Northern Monk. A few years nah, ago, we set out to brew some of the best beer in the world from a damp cellar in the north. We didn't have oh, much. Boy. But with the support of friends, family, and a five grand gift from a grandparent, fucking hell, we've come a long way, a lasting commitment to creating the best beer experiences we can, whilst working with the community around us continues to drive us forward. I mean, that gives fuck all away of the taste, doesn't it? Um, yeah, I mean... Hoppy it, it, Tropical, tropical zesty. zesty. Hoppy Tropical... Welcome to where Northern the journey began. Monk. Now let our journey begin. What? That that is Dirty not grammatic. That makes no grammatical sense. <laughs> Welcome Wash to where the journey began. Now let our journey begin. What? Well, I'm drinking. That doesn't make sense. Who's crying? Okay. Shut up. Quiet. Quiet. The studio. Okay. I'll go on. Oh, that was kind of underwhelming. Okay, okay. Or anything. Yeah. Right. <laughs> My turn. My turn. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, no. Okay. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. nice. just going to say, are you using the right mic, mate? <laughs> oh, this uh, thing. Can you hear I me? I know. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm. What's that? Oh, okay. 
Silence as we uh, we think about our life choices. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, too bad. Okay. Can't talk about it yet. So this Ooh. week uh, we are moving. We're moving on to our album review. This week we're looking at the Kid Cudi album "Man on the Moon 3. Um, so this album, he says, every time I make a record, I'm learning something new about myself. Um, he tells Apple Music, I didn't realize that my father's death really had an impact on me in the way that it did until I started writing about it. Oh, I guess being alone is an issue for me. I guess being depressed is an issue. I'm just making music. I'm just doing what feels right. But this shit is coming out and it's things that I probably didn't pinpoint in the moment. So quite an honest um approach this album i feel like um i won't go first because i've got a lot to say but does somebody else want to kind of go first on on their feedback i'll go first um i listened to three seconds of the first song and realized i really don't like it so uh that's my in-depth album review thank you um right yeah i mean i listened to it i did actually listen to it all the way through um and i mean i was saying earlier that i was foreshadowing about rappers and auto-tuned trash and i mean i i feel bad slating the album because um because of what it said it's it's like a it's a very honest album it's about his life um and it's it's obviously got quite a lot of emotion that goes into it but I mean, the first half of the album is just awful. I, I mean, up to about <clears throat> track ten, I I didn't enjoy any of them. Sad people, which is a tenth track on the album, is pretty good. I enjoyed that. It's my favorite um, one. I enjoyed the lyrics in it, funnily enough, um, but didn't enjoy the music. <laughs> and that's sort of a theme with this with this album, really. Um, or the ones that I maybe listened to a couple of times just to try and get some positives. Um, so yeah, Sad People, I think, was was a good song, um, lyrically. Again, it was just a very rap background and wasn't that great. Um, the other song, the song that I actually liked and would prob- maybe, probably, possibly listen to again was September 16th. Um, again, lyrically, it was really good. It's also produced by um, Phineas, who, for those that don't know, is Billie Eilish's brother. And he produces all of her music, which is obviously produced amazingly. Um, so was was a good song. Um, yeah, really enjoyed that lyrically. It was good. And it wasn't too... It wasn't too rappy, like in the background either. It wasn't like, here's your bass and your 808s and just slapping you in the face with... <laughs> it wasn't any of that, which was okay. Um, the Void, I didn't like. Uh, loving Me, I can't remember, so it probably wasn't that good. 
Um, Lord I Know was an okay song. I, I, I'm finding it really hard to review this album. It's not going to be my 16 minute review like last week, where I absolutely nah, love the album. This nah. was not. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's just Maybe not. It's through. just not my music. It's not not my so, type of uh, listen. I I I I think with you two, you you know you don't you're not really a fan of the genre. Yeah, that's okay. It, yeah. That's so fair to say. Genre isn't it? is not. Yeah. No, hundred percent. No, I mean my review was just for the for like an abrupt thing. It, in the most honest way, is that I do not enjoy rap to the point where I feel I can't listen to it. So tr- forcing myself to listen to something, it would have literally just been a five minute spiel of me being unfair. So there's no mm. point in me giving a review when I sh- it might be an absolutely excellent album. It might be one of the best albums ever written. But because it's really, really not my thing, I didn't want to be mm. so pessimistically biased due to my like lack of love for the genre. I'm not just being a dick. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I didn't used to listen to rap, and I do now a, a lot more than I used to. And I think that's because um, I read a lot of poetry and there's a lot of similarities between the two. I think that you can draw. So mumble rappers don't really do it for me. I'll, I'll be honest there because I like to listen to the lyrics and the meaning behind them. But when you look at this, some of his songs uh, on this album, there's a lot of meaning behind some of his songs. And I think that's where this album kind of shines through for me. Mm. So, um, okay. So the first song is, is 50 seconds long. I can't remember what it's called, but I'll move on to tequila shots, which is the first kind of outro song. You, when you think about that as, as a kind of, you know, song of a rapper, you think, okay, standard, he's just going to talk about drink and women. And to be honest, you're probably not wrong for the first few bits. But then he starts talking about, I mean, the the fact he says, can't stop this war in me when he's rapping. He said, it's basically saying that he's using drink to pass this pain that he's feeling from existing. And that's quite a hard hitting concept, I think, for that, that song, even though it's kind of wrapped in this auto-tuned... Uh, um, you know, traditional rap song, I guess, where they talk about drink and stuff. They talk; it's a very stereotypical rap rap song for me, but I liked it. Then we move on to another day. Um, he says, "Ain't much change in me." Thank God I saw uh, another day. So basically, the title of the song. He's just proud that he survived this long to produce three albums, right? Uh, and he he's been through a lot: substance abuse, um, problems with family. Uh, his dad passing away but it had a good rhythm it wasn't my favourite song I didn't really like the auto-tune again but it's showing that he's looking back on his mistakes and he's actually quite honestly saying that he's not going to change for anyone he is himself which I appreciate Um, She Knows This not really a fan I thought it was a bit misogynistic compared to the rest of his stuff and I didn't really like that Um, and then we move on to Dive he says this is my fancy high saying goodbye I lay at night, it intensifies. I think he's thinking about his substance abuse and how that helped him through a lot of times and saying that the only way to kind of forget about that was, or the only way to embrace that was to lay down and kind of think about what was going on. But I mean, for me, I, I really like that song because once again, I, I look at the meaning over really the auto-tuning. I guess if you discount the auto-tuning, it's actually a pretty good album. Um, but yeah, I'd admit that the first half's weaker than the second half. Uh, Damaged, uh, he talks about kind of 
being a damaged person. He says, shades locked over my eyes, my disguise is on. He's basically saying that he doesn't want anyone to see what he's really like. He puts on a front, and I feel like a lot of people do that. So you can relate to that, I think. Um, I'll just um, very quickly. Yeah. It's a very, it's a very, and I hate using this word because it's a very, uh, I don't know how to put this. Uh, I mean, I, I don't like this term, but it's a very mood album, right? Uh, like if, you, if you kind of get what I mean, like it's like when when you see someone put on their Instagram like a song and it's they just say mood and it's just one of those things that's like they're clearly not in a good place. I feel like it's... Yeah, no, know, I, I think know. you're right. It does... It is a very moody album and it brings across mm. a lot of moods. They're not all bad. Um, mm. You know, this, the song with Skepta, Show Out, um, once again, about substance abuse again. He's talking about cooking crack. <laughs> you know, he's pretty obvious what he's talking mm. about. But then he says the devil indeed and he's talking about his own acts and how they've become devilish. He's trying to show that he's trying to change. And that progression, I mean, it's key to the way the album goes forward. You know, you've got that first half, which is quite reflective and I feel like quite kind of hard hitting. But at the same time, there's a lot of traditional rap and auto-tune in there. And then we move on to Sad People. And I feel like that was my favourite song on the album because he's found mm. his way back there. And it's, it's about him talking about going from the darkness into the light. It's a very kind of clear um, story here. He says, I'm back in my zone, just what I need. I mean, he's back doing something he loves. Um, yeah, he's got his crack out the oven. No, he hasn't. Um, he's found his way back. He's out of his maybe substance abuse. I, I don't know completely. We don't know. But this album, this song was my favourite because I feel like it had the most meaning that went into it. Um, Elsie's Baby Boy talks about family, about life. There's a lot less auto-tune in this song. I, that's why I said to Benki to listen to it. I don't know if he did. Probably not, but there's... What's what's it called, sorry? Elsie's Baby Sad Boy. People. Oh, that one. Yeah, so not auto-tuning that, but he talks about his life and has a flashback through it. It's more like a... It, it is brackets flashbacks, the name of the song. Uh, but he goes over it a lot, and it's really interesting to hear kind of how he's progressed. Um, September 16th, it's actually about his... It's the birthday of his girlfriend, September mm -hmm. 16th. Um, he's saying how much he needs her really it's quite an honest it's like a letter to her telling her how much he needs her which I think was quite cute uh, The Void I really like that song um, although I know Jack you said it was a bit repetitive it is a bit repetitive it's it's, it's a typical rap song okay but I think for me I always look at meaning with this I said it was very similar to poetry for me so when I look at this song with the repetition of falling into this void He's actually saying here, the void isn't a bad place to be for him. It's where he feels safe. And that's why he keeps going back to it in the song, because he wants to repeat that message that, you know, anything that will bring him down brings him back to the void, which is where he feels relaxed, which is where he can, you know, feel comfortable. That's where he feels safe. Uh, Loving Me with Phoebe Bridges, I think her name is. Um that was really good and I like the duet in there like them both singing at the same time it really added to the mood um, and it's about the importance of self-love and happiness um, he says as I stare at Scott I know he's all I got I mean he's talking about himself um, 
you know, he can only count on himself, which I thought was an, a good message for people because to be honest, you do only have yourself really. Um, you can't rely on others for that happiness. Uh, the pale moonlight is quite a cool interlude. Nice beat. He talks about self-help and how he knows himself um, a lot. So I, I, I briefly looked at that one and then we move on to like Rockstar Nights, which I thought was a bit kind of, it kind of, runs off all of the tropes of being like this kind of old school rocker that you just do hard drugs, you drink loads, you know, sex, drugs, rock and roll. Um, and he says, thinking back, I could be dead. I can't OD, but oh, I'm hoping. It's like, actually, after you think about that, it's a pretty dark message. He's just hoping that he ODs from, you know, what he's doing. So, I don't know, it just plays on the tropes of being a rock star, I guess, which was quite interesting. Then you've got four da kids. Um, basically, a message to people who are listening that you're not alone in what you're feeling and he won't leave them. So, I thought that was quite sweet. And then finally, you end the album with Lord I Know, which I really liked. It's got a different start to it. It's got like a techno start, um, which is pretty cool. And then he's going like, baby, I'm a warrior. Um, basically saying that he's done three albums without you know, giving up. He's still going. It's got a really good beat to it. And um, I just thought it was really cool throughout. I really liked it. And at the end, his daughter um, whispers uh, to be continued. Uh, and that's because he's announced a new album called Enter Galactic, uh, which is going to come out soon. So I thought that was a good ending to the album and kind of a good ending to the, the trilogy uh, that is The Man on the Moon. So that was my feedback. I know it's quite long compared to you guys, but I actually thought there was a lot of meaning behind this album. And I don't feel like, for me, I kind of ignored the auto-tuning and maybe the fact that I don't enjoy rap music all the time. And, and actually, if you put this on in the background and you listen to the lyrics, there's a lot of meaning there. Very nice. Is it my turn? Yes, sir. It is. Uh, it's, this is... I, I listen to rap. I just listen to a small amount, but the type of rap I listen to is very different to this. Um, it's just not typically what I would put on at all. Um, but I kind of liked it, weirdly. I didn't think I would. Going in, I was like, I don't know whether I will like this. But I've come out, and I there's a number of songs on there I actually quite like. The album artwork, I just have to say... Oh yeah, it's quality. Fucking beautiful. It's, it's awesome. so nice. It is mm. so nice. Um, uh, the first song is just like an intro, isn't it? Just sort of like basic yeah, intro. Yeah, it's just, yeah. Just your basic intro. <laughs> um, what's the next one? Uh, tequila shots. What did I say? I quite see, a lot of the beats he's got in this album. I quite like. So for a lot of the songs, I will say I quite like the beat. Because it's it's not complicated. It's a very simple beat, um, and I think that comes from the fact I I like lo-fi, and lo-fi has very simple hip hop beats. They're not complicated, and sometimes I quite like that. Uh, I quite like a simple beat that's easy to listen to. Um, I like the chorus of Tequila Shots. That was quite nice, um, and I like the message of well most of his songs the fact that he's acknowledging that he's not only has he suffered with anxiety and depression but the fact it's it's not gone so he's not necessarily he's in a 
better place, but it's not. He knows it's not perfect. It it comes back in waves, and that's something he's he's had to acknowledge, and he says that quite a bit in quite a few of the songs. Um, and I like the way he's bro- he is he's there's so there's eighteen tracks on this album, and he's broken them down to four acts, and I think. <clears throat> Uh, looking at how the acts are broken down actually uh, helps to create this whole... He's written a story with this album, I think. Yeah, I so agree. the first two acts, they, they sound like your typical rap, um, talking about drugs and women. That's because they're meant to, because that's what... That's it's how he's, stereotype. He's written, yeah, that's how he's written it. So he's he's writing about his past of being surrounded by drugs and alcohol and women. So that's why they sound like those typical types of songs. And that's, he's done that on purpose. Um, and I quite like it when artists um, make albums like that. So there is a purpose to why a song is in that position or it's next to certain songs. Um, I'm not a big fan of a lot of the autotune in this album. I don't mind auto-tune if it's like cranked up to 11 and it's purposely done to make fun of people who use auto-tune. Um, I don't mind it like that when it's so distorted somebody's <clears throat> voice it no longer sounds like their voice. I don't mind that auto-tune because I know that um, that's the purpose of it. But when it's like a subtle auto-tune I, it just it irritates me. <laughs> It's really irritating. It's a bit constant, isn't it? Yeah. Whereas I know there are some rap artists, some artists out there who use auto-tune but distort it and then put distortion on top of the auto-tune and stuff. And I think that's quite artistic. But when you just use a little bit in the chorus, it's... And he's got a nice... I don't understand what he does. He's got a real nice voice. He has a nice voice for, for somebody who does a lot of rapping. And he shows that in the later parts of the album, he starts doing singing without auto-tune. I just wish he'd done that. Yeah, I wish he'd done that straight on. away. Um, <clears throat> what do I say for the next one? She knows this. Uh, pretty sure I put nothing too special. Dive, I said nothing too special. Uh, six is damaged. Uh, I said I like the chorus lyrics. Oh, what are the chorus lyrics? Let me find out. I don't remember. Why did I say I like them? I don't know. Uh, I feel I like really I just care. I just want to mention the auto tune quickly because mm-hmm. I reckon most, if not all, I mean probably not all, but mo- definitely most artists ever use auto tune, right? Oh yeah, because they want they want to get it bang on, um, and they're not every single time going to get it bang on, even when they're recording. So they're going to use auto tune, but when it's literally auto-tune to sort of i mean i think in this album he auto-tunes to distort his voice a bit yeah um he might be a great singer um he might be an awful singer but i don't personally know because obviously it's all auto-tuned all the way through and i don't know how like what sort of level it is um but yeah it's just it's just one of those things where you can tell like instantly it's not one of those things where like oh wow this guy is voice sounds amazing maybe he's used a bit of auto-tune because mo- like i said most if not everyone does i'm sure even ed sheeran or adele use auto-tune oh, right? no, to get it bang on 
but you can't tell that they're using it if you get it if you go what yeah. i mean so in the later in albums, this you can in the later albums and some of the choruses you you can't or you can't as much mm. but there's a i think between him and some of his choruses and say someone who like t-pain uses auto-tune but he uses a ridiculous amount of auto-tune yeah and that's used and that's stylistic it's used in almost every song it's the reason he became popular that's why he's continued to use it because it's his sound but mm. that's done i would say his auto-tune is done skillfully like you know that's not his real voice you know he's cranks it up mm. further than he should have done that's just what whereas, he wants to sound like yeah whereas kid cuddy and a lot of artists nowadays put a little bit on but it's it's like a, they're trying to be subtle with it. It also it means he doesn't making... have to put any effort in because he can just sing like a fucking piece of shit and then the producer does the rest. <laughs> okay, I I agree with that actually, but at the same time, I think this album he- lays heavily on its meaning rather than how it sounds oh, for in sure. terms of the for lyrics. Sure. I think in terms of his voice. Rap album. So, yeah, know, so... It's not comparable to the likes of like 6 9 and like no. pretty much all the people that have Lil in the front of their name. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. definitely. No, so I was saying, um, I like damage because I like the chorus. It's very simple chorus. It's two lines. It goes how it goes when you're a damaged man. This is how it goes when you're a damaged man. I love that. It's short, simple, and it's a, basically the premise of his whole album. And I, I just think it's a really beautiful um, chorus. Nice, hmm. simple. And I, for a lot of the songs in this album, I really like his flow. Um, mm. I think he's he has some of the songs. It's a bit weird. Some of the songs he changes it up, and it's just like no, go back to your good flow, rap well, um, rap well, rap well, and prosper. Rap well. Keep calm and rap on. Yep, definitely. Uh, Don't be silly. Rap your no. That's not right. I quite it? like <laughs> to shout out. With... <laughs> <laughs> God's sake. Uh, no, I like to shout. Um, with Skepta and Pop Smoke. Um, that's a good song. Yeah, but like a typical, again, like typical rap song. But I quite liked it. Um, and then from nine onwards, the tone completely shifts and it becomes a lot more mellow, which I really liked. Um, hmm. So I'll probably skip some of these because a lot of the songs my notes consist of. I like the beat. Really nice chorus. Um, <laughs> so I'll just I'll pick a few, like September the 16th. That's a such a good song. Yeah, it's quality. Like, that is the type, that is a song I would put on a playlist. For a lot of these, I probably wouldn't necessarily put them on a playlist, but a couple of the ones between about, I would say, 10 and 14, pretty much all of them, so this whole group he's got in Act Three called Heart of Rose Gold, which is Sad People, Elsie's Baby Boy, September Sixteenth, The Void, and Loving Me. I would put all of them into a playlist. I mm. really like all of them, because um, he completely changes the 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 tone of the songs. I think that last bit of that last half of the album is so much stronger than the first half. Yeah. But then there's a couple in the later half that I'm not Rockstar Nights. I didn't with Trippy Red. I wasn't. I was, uh, 
that you could just leave the that. album, but I wouldn't have complained. Um, <laughs> same with yes, Pale Tom, Moonlight. No savage. I love it. Uh, Pale Moonlight as well. Uh, made me feel oh, pale. Um, <laughs> made me pale. Uh, <laughs> He's doing 17. it. We're turning kids. him into Harry. <laughs> for the kids. Well, if it's for the kids, I feel sorry for them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what happened? It was going oh, so well. <laughs> didn't like that one. Those three, I just didn't like them. I thought they were like kids. Changed the tone of the album. They were really nice, and then three terrible songs. And then Lord, I know, I really liked, and I love, I fucking love the last small bit of it. It's the best bit for me. And then especially when his daughter says to be continued, because not only is it to be continued to be more continued. albums, but it's also a to be continued of his life. Mm. Like that she is the next chapter of his life. Mm. Um, and I just think that was a very poetic way of ending uh, the album that is essentially like an autobiography. Um, Hundy P. Hundy P. Yes. So... That is my review. Thank you. Well, there we Thank go. I mean, much. mixed mixed feelings on that one, but I mean, bag. as always, <laughs> uh, I think a real fifty-fifty there this week, guys. I mean, you, you know, uh, mm. yeah. So that was yeah. interesting, but I really enjoyed listening to that. So I like listening to stuff that's different. Um, so hopefully you liked that review. Um, just a recap: if you want to see us live, you can go to Twitch.tv/blocksapart. And twitch.tv slash I am thy shark. Occasionally, we stream on twitch.tv slash Banky the Damn Goose as well. Um, we also have a Discord that you can join. The easiest way to join our Discord is to go to twitch.tv slash blocks apart and hit exclamation mark Discord and it will pop up with the link for you. Um, we are on anchor.fm, which means we're on all of the popular podcasting platforms as well. If you go to anchor.fm slash blocks apart, you can see our show and you can subscribe on your preferred podcast platform. So please do that because we like to have that audience as well. Uh, and we'll come up back for next week for Paul McCartney 3. <laughs> oh, please God, no. <laughs> We're not doing Paul McCartney. No, no but I should say next, week, next but... week is our Christmas special. So we're reviewing the best IPAs we've had this year out of the 48 mm. we've tried. Yeah. And Hell yeah. we've and got some gonna really. We're going to get smashed, and we're going to have some awesome Normally. topics. So Absolutely it's going to be a very interesting week. Do tune in. Big plug for that. We'll be streaming on all three channels. I hope. Um, so do come in. We've got special guests. We've got our six best IPAs, I believe. Excuse me, Gassy from that IPA there. <laughs> um, we're talking about a few cool games that have come up through the year. It's really just to celebrate this year. As shit as it's been because of COVID, there's been positives. I mean, this the podcast. four of us and Sam, I should mention Sam, friends. and Blaze, <laughs> executive producer Blaze, we yeah. all met through Twitch and it's we awesome. We met in July, I think. May. We met in May. Oh, a possible Blaze mm. Feb face cam next week. Now I will look forward to that. Ooh, Blaze hello, is like a hello. solid One 10 out of 10, so I'm very excited. so erect. This is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas, Christmas hats, hats required. required. Right, Deal. before well, this gets too well, out of hand, should we move on to our IPA review? Yes. Now, I'm going to quickly just... Uh, I've, I've had G's review on here. Um, just brewing. So I'll quickly send that in, and you guys can uh, contemplate that while you contemplate your own. Okay. There's G's. Good, good. 
Oh, seven. Really? Five. God. Six point five. <laughs> seven. Don't worry, Jack. I'm. On the same. Um, okay, I, I'm ready to review. Are you guys ready to review this? I'm the Northern ready, Monk ready. New World IPA, 6.2%. It's going to get less right. than a 6.2 from me, I can promise you that. Uh, the taste for me, I'm probably going to give it a 6. Wasn't a fan of the taste there. 4. A 4. Um, Benki the Damn Goose. An eight. Oh, this an is eight. a nice beer, man. What? Are you, are you so, this is a nice beer. You're off your fucking rocker, mate. I know. I've had half. That's actually, more than enough it's for the me, same sweetheart. thing. I reckon you actually have COVID because we had the same problem last week. Yeah. <laughs> if I have COVID, your then taste buds are well fucked. Fuck it. Metric Wolfie gave it <laughs> <Sorry>. a three. What <laughs> yeah. fucking heathen's doing here? Okay, Metric. Oh. The crispness, though, come on. Right, we haven't done aftertaste yet, but the crispness is disappointing. I'm sorry. Oh, what? what? <laughs> we got a 5.6 on taste. Oh, God, controversy in the studio, everybody. Okay, this aftertaste. I Aftertaste, we got a 5 from G and a 3 from Metric Wolfie. Uh, people are participating in the chat live, by the way. That's why we're reading out mm. people in the chat. Um, and... I'm going to give it a four on aftertaste. I was really not a fan. It was really like metallic for me, and I can still taste it yeah. on my tongue. Yeah, four for me as well. Four. So we've got a five, a three, a four, and a four. Benky the damn goose, what are you giving it? Uh, probably a six. It was a worse six. Than taste. All right. What's that? It's quite lagery, isn't it? Five Christmas. Like awful. Two drinkability from Metric. 4.4 4 on that yeah. one. Crispness. So we got a 6.5 here from G, a 5 from Metric Wolfie. I'm going to give it a... It's actually quite crisp, to be honest, so I'm going to give it a 7. I'll match so a 7. We've got a 7. I'm actually going to go for an 8 here. Okay. Let me explain why, right? All right, all right this beer right. doesn't taste good. <laughs> However... <laughs> However, it is fruity and citrusy as fuck. Mm, mm. And honestly, I think it excels in crispness. I do. I think it did really well in its crispness area. It's crisp nether regions, as we would say, being an IPA <laughs> connoisseur. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so drinkability, we got a seven. <laughs> drinkability, we got a seven from G, which means she'd have three and a half cans. Uh, we got a two from uh, Metric Wolfie, which means it'd have one can. I could probably do two cans, so I'm going to give it a four. Jack. Uh, two. One I can. One. Yeah. And I'd Benky the Damn Goose. Nice I could drink a case, so uh, probably... Uh, uh... A ten. Yeah. Or an eight. Yeah, an eight or a ten. No, okay. Well, no, because uh, let's say a four pack. Yeah, we'll go an eight. We'll go eight. All right. There we go. I mean, we've got a good... This is the thing. The more people that participate, the better the averages are, I think. I'd be interested to see next week how we do with um, our top ones. A 4.6 overall. Okay, so... Fuck oh, so on drinkability. Now. So what's the overall scores on the doors for this one? So to get the overall scores, if you don't know, we combine all of the 
scores we just done. So that's taste, aftertaste, crispness, and drinkability. And we put it into one average, which is the official Blaze 5.27. You lot have robbed it. I can totally, I can totally agree with that. I can totally agree with that. I think that's a that is a 5.27 at heart. That is a 4.27, if you ask me. But I do need to. I do need to sort out my window sizing here. He said. Yeah, we got we got a lot of uh, a lot of people joining in with the IPAs tonight. Yeah. We do. Okay, there we go. You can you can see our scores on the doors there on the stream live. Five point two seven overall. Unfortunately, uh, G won't be here for the next one because after that review, I'm leaving her. So. Oh, that's all right. Yikes, Chief. <laughs> Her face in the background. Her face in the background. Yeah, Benky's going to get absolutely maimed by his girlfriend. Okay. So we're going to move on to a... comment, apparently. F and chat for Benky. We're going to be moving on to the very, very, very fun part. Um, this is sort of a bit of an icebreaker. Um, we're going to be good moving on to a part where we decide to discuss... A little lyrical section. So what we do is we get our executive producer Blaze to put in some lyrics. Um, chat, please feel free to put your wants in as well. We have to guess the lyrics that he's put up. Um, there is no reward if you get it right, but you know, well done if you do. Uh, big flex, by the way, if you do get it right. Yeah, yeah, true. I mean, some of these are pretty difficult. So, so do back blankly at the screen all the time. Do join in in chat. The stars, look how they shine for you. Coldplay, yellow. That's Coldplay. I was gonna repeat it, and then everybody was like, "Yeah, got it." Look at the stars, look how they shine for you. Coldplay, yellow. I like that song. To be fair. Next, here we go. I'm in the mood. And I'd give uh, up forever to touch you. I'll repeat that for chat. And I'd give up forever to touch you because I know that you make me feel somehow. It's a Goo Goo Dolls, oh, Iris. Um, yes, Iris. Who? <laughs> <laughs> you know Iris. 100% you know the song as soon as you heard it. Iris. Goo Goo Dolls. Yes, Goo Goo Dolls. It's a very popular song. And I'd give up forever to touch you. Because I don't think they'd understand. So. The world was on fire and no one could save me but you. The world was on fire. Oh, hello. Hello, only Addison. Good to see you. But you. One of my favourite songs of all time. Bank, that's twice today you've let me down. Twice today. <laughs> uh, what's he like? Right, we need twice. help with this one in chat. The first, the first time was when I said I hadn't watched it's... Breaking Bad. So, the world was on oh, yeah. fire and no one could see me but you. It's strange what desire will make foolish people do. I've got no idea. i got no idea. I'm I out. Re I recognise it. I don't. I feel like it's the first two sentences. I can't put a name to it. Could you uh, put a cup, a bit, an extra line or something? Wicked game. Wicked, Wicked game, game by Chris Isaac. Chris Isaac. Oh, What's God, Wicked game? I never dreamed that I'd meet somebody like you. Is it Wicked game? 
Oh, yeah. wet ass it. pigeon oh, well in wet the chat. Wet ass pigeon. in with the clutch. Wet ass pigeon. What? Somebody has surely just made a customer t account. I want to talk to you. The last time we talked, Mr. Swift, you reduced me to sit. Mika, do I try to do I try to do 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 do? I don't know the name of the song. Did you watch the Mate, you oh. read it fully out for chat. Grace Kelly. Mika. You've got to read the entire thing out for chat. Sorry. He's <laughs> <laughs> too eager. Lewis is gone. All hail, wet ass pigeon. Everybody all hail. <laughs> um, Alex, while you're here, have you ever had this beer? It's called I'm scared of dentists New and World the dark. More than okay. Oh, I was scared of dentists and the dark. It's uh I was scared of dentists and the dark. Advanced Joy? <laughs> yeah, Advanced Joy, Riptides. Yeah, it is. It is. I love Advanced Joy. Yeah. He's irritating. Quality. His voice sounds like no, he's, he's brilliant. I love it. Lay, lay, running down to the riptides. Okay, next yeah, lyrics. Beer is amazing. That that beer was fucking awful. Don't have it. Here we go. Last one, oh, everyone. Last, so last I'll one. read it out. I'll read it out first before we make a guess. So everyone in the chat yeah. can hear it as well. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, we'll give you that. Remember, there's a bit of delay. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. Is it "I'm Sorry" by Barbara Doobie? I can't afford a Ferrari. Oh, it's fucking CeeLo Green. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Too quick. Man, I mean, I can't get you there. Just meaning Xbox, you call Atari. But the way you play that game ain't fair. <laughs> so quick. Wow. I'm sorry, Blaze. Those were those were quite easy. Those were those Are were. You those were yeah. Are you done? No, give us one more, Blaze. Give give us a tough one. Yeah, give us a tough a tough one. Not that I mean some of the others were were tough, but one more. One okay, more. well I've got one more. One, one more. more for all time sake. Oh, cool. oh, one cool. more for oh, Squiggle's cool. sake, God rest his soul. God rest his soul taking Right. I will read it out once it appears. So okay. chat can have a go. Let's mm. give chat the first go. Yeah. Okay. I don't care if it hurts. Don't Every sad it. song ever. Yeah, exactly. I want to have control. For the record, I'm not sure so far as to what it is. No, neither am I. No. Oh. I can't actually see any of it. Oh, I know what it is I now. Want I want a perfect body. body. Uh, it reminds me of something it's, um, that. I'll give chat five seconds before I say it. Can you read it out for me again? Because all I see is a one. I don't board. care if it hurts. No. I want to have is control. I want a perfect body. I want a perfect soul. I want you to notice. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I thought it was that Megan Trainor song about talking about her ass. <laughs> um, uh, excuse me, woman empowerment. <laughs> you can't I, say that. It's fucking Dave. Creep by well, Radiohead. Oh. Terrible. Oh, yeah. yeah. How about it? <laughs> <laughs> I got so I many clothes. So clothes I keep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, no, that's uh, that's tiny temper. I got so many clothes. I keep them in my aunt's house. Something, 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 something. Arse out, pass out. Yeah. Arse something, out. something. Yeah. That's. Yeah. All right. It is. Uh, it's time for another IPA. 
Is it? Oh, Max, that's your turn, darling. So, oh, let, me, let me switch over to the IPA screen again. And this time, we are trying uh, the Beaver Town. What is Neck it? Oil. Neck, Neck oil. oil. Oh, I'm excited for this because I've had Beaver Town Gamma Ray, but I've not had neck oil yet. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Okay. <laughs> Let me read out the description, then I'm going to run and grab my own. Okay. Uh, any Just day. Fucking... Oh, beautiful can. Beautiful it is. Can. Okay. Let's go for the description. It's 4.3%, by the way. Session IPA. It says, Our any day, any time, easy drinking, go-to IPA. This started life as a homebrew. We want to create a light, crisp, punchy, go-to beer. A beer that you know you can pick up and appreciate or simply Thank kick you. back. Relax and oil your neck with the name neck oil comes from our founder Logan, fondly remembering his granddad stating that he was off down the pub for a pint of neck oil. Extra pale base malts are used to keep it crisp and give the hops a great platform to dance on. Masses of hop additions during the whirlpool and a huge dose of dry hops make this a brilliantly easy IPA. Suitable for vegans. That's a bit of luck. All right, I'm going to grab mine. Uh, you want to do your can openings? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll go first because it's going to be underwhelming. Okay. Oh, I heard it that time. Ooh. We heard it. All right. <laughs> Just to let everybody know, after our next, well, Ooh. this IPA, we're going to be going on to our mental health section. And our um, topic this week is coping mechanisms. So, obviously, if you have anything that you would like to say, any personal experiences, please feel free to speak about it. Um, we're all here to listen about, you know, what you guys have to say. First, we're going to do this. We're going to do the IPA, and then we'll do the mental health section. So, uh, just have a think about it. Are we doing, going to do the can popping? Fucking hell, Alex. <laughs> yes, who's, it's you. Who's popped the can? Oh, me. Me. Okay. Silence it's in the studio. You're last one, man. You're last one. Tom, are you just not a fan of IPAs, or, or do you just choose to not like do this kind of thing? No, just in general, IPAs, beer. Uh, yeah, fair enough. Not a I theme. feel like we still should do a, a tea week. Not a theme. <laughs> it's got to be done. Yeah. Well, I've got a special. I've got a special tea arriving, hopefully, within the next few days. Oh, what uh, is it? It would be um, it would be spiced tea with a Scotch whiskey. So wow. I'll be breaking that out next Monday. That sounds a little bit Christmassy. Yeah. That's why I got well, it. Have we tried maybe... some? Has everyone tried some? Oh yeah, I've tried some. Oh. <laughs> Alright, mate. Get it down, yeah. <laughs> baby, I'm a sad boy driving down the highway to hell. With you on my mom. Um, have you introduced the Mental health stuff, or do you want me to go through? I very briefly introduced it. Um, okay. I can elaborate if you like. Um, or would you like to elaborate? Ooh. I shall elaborate. Yeah. Mental health, coping mechanisms, um, for example, substance abuse, medication, music, meditation, etc. Quote from Blaze, our executive, executive producer Blaze uh, in chat, or at the official Blaze, also the mastermind behind our. Uh, um, everything everything yeah sure this year has been one of the most mentally challenging years of my life but one thing i'm extremely proud of is the fact that i did it 100 percent sober proud of you man 
Often people turn to things such as drugs as coping mechanism, but that usually makes things worse. Facing your demons head on instead of repressing them can feel like the hardest thing in the world, but it is more likely to be a longer term fix as opposed to coming off the back of a high, in quotation marks, and having to face them over and over again. NF had an incredible lyric in a song, and if you guys don't know who NF is, he is a, a rapper who I think is compared to Eminem, but moving on. He's the white um, Eminem. He's the white Eminem, is he? Good one, Jack. Eminem is white. The, the search which goes, see, we've all got something that we trapped inside that we tried to suffocate. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Wow, an important wow. section of Fucking hell. Just a mental, she thinks mental health's a joke anyway. You know, hoping it dies. Try hold it underwater, but it always survives. Then it comes up out of nowhere like an evil surprise. I guess what I'm trying to say is repressing your negative thoughts only leads to a world of pain. Dealing with things head on and accepting help along the way, in my own opinion, is the best way to get things under control. Please don't tell me to say that again. Um... <laughs> I should also say that uh, we are not trained professionals here. Um, our advice is based on personal experience. It probably won't work for everyone. If you do feel like you need help yourself, then one step one, you can come and join our Discord, exclamation mark Discord. We can talk to you there. But like I said, we're not professionals. So there's a few, there's a few I just lines. Want to say real quickly, uh, oh. my girlfriend doesn't take mental health as a joke. I said it as as a joke. <laughs> That's fine. Let's put that out there. <laughs> Don't kill her. <laughs> That's fine. Thank Sorry, you for clarifying. Okay, <laughs> so if you need, if you feel like you need help and you actually need to speak to somebody who's a professional, then we recommend talking to uh, one Samaritans. Uh, they're open twenty four hours a day all year. Um, you can call them from the UK on one one six one two three. Um, switchboard as well if you identify as gay lesbian bisexual or transgender you can call switchboard 10am to 10pm UK time uh, all the phone operators identify as LGBT plus um, which is great if you if you want to talk to someone about that kind of thing um, other helplines are available and I really recommend checking out mind.org.uk for more information we've done fundraisers for them in the past I really support that cause and that's a really good place to go not only for advice but also they've got a lot of articles on topics as well um, and ways to earn money uh, not earn money ways to raise money for the charity which is always nice um, okay so we're going to talk about coping mechanisms, I believe. Um, so who wants to start us off here? Because I've definitely got stuff to say, but I feel like somebody else should have a go at talking. <laughs> um, Tom? Jack? Uh, yeah, Tom, you go first. Oh, God. Uh, coping <laughs> mechanisms. Uh, tea! Tea! Uh, so much tea! <laughs> to be fair, tea is probably a coping mechanism for me. Um, because it's become... I've if I've almost like what is it? Is it Pavlov's Pavlov's dog? Is yeah, that the one? Dog, yeah. Pav, yeah, you have a Pavlovian done... approach to tea. Yeah, so it's it's become almost like a safe thing to me. Um, because if I mean I drink it all the time anyway, but especially like if I know I'm feeling a bit down, I'll go and have a tea. If I'm not feeling very well, I will definitely go out of my way to make a tea. So whenever I I have a tea. I definitely feel uh, like secure when I've got one. Um, and I actually get mildly 
slightly anxious when I know I can't get hold of one. <laughs> if I can't get hold of a tea, like I, I, it's it's become that for me. That's so substance I... abuse, bro. <laughs> that is. <laughs> what do you um, put in your tea, man? I need to try God. this. Can't uh, <laughs> tell <down> stream. <laughs> no, but definitely it's, and I think especially over lockdown, my room has become. I think it always has been, really. I say over lockdown, but I think it always has been. It's very much always been a safe space for me. Um, and I think that's... I, I think, again, that's like a, almost a coping mechanism. So I know if I'm having a down day or something, I know if I spend it in my room, I can I can pretty much cope with, with anything I'm going through. Um... Actual coping, I'm not sure if I've got any actual coping mechanisms though, other than like actual helpful ones. I've never gone out of my way to have a coping mechanism. Um, I probably should. Um, mm. because I think they are a, they're a good thing, especially for dealing with things like anxiety and s- stress. I think they are a good thing to have, um, especially with things like stress. You can do things like going out for a walk or finding yourself a hobby or something. Um, to take your mind off things is a is a good thing. Uh, although I suppose music is a big coping mechanism for a lot of people. Because um, hmm. I, I know you can... Um, attach certain feelings and thoughts to music specific genres and um stuff um but yeah no i i I think coping mechanisms are a good thing when they healthy coping mechanisms i think you're right though it has to be healthy doesn't it when they're healthy um, because they can and even healthy ones can be unhealthy quite destructive i think yeah it's in moderation Hmm. so certain especially certain coping mechanisms that involve eating or drinking something can be quite destructive because a lot of people have they they when they're stressed or when they've got anxieties there's a lot of people in this world that eat and that's not always necessarily the the best thing to do because hmm. there is often times people are, especially nowadays, are stressed a lot of the time. Um, so, I th- yeah, moderation is, I think, is a key word. Um, because even healthy things can be unhealthy. Even when you don't look at coping mechanisms, <clears throat> anything. So even oxygen and water are and can be unhealthy for you if not taken in moderation um hmm. so i definitely think depending on what your coping mechanism is i think you do have to be very careful um i think that's an interesting thing about coping mechanisms and you know substance abuse is one of our topics mm. this evening um and medication as well you know um yeah but yeah everything obviously should be done in um like regulation and i think like when you are suffering 
from whatever ailment uh, regarding mental health, it's really difficult to measure uh, whether you're being destructive or not. And I think, you know, you need to uh, be cautious about that. I mean, like, um, I, do you want to add anything else, Tom? Because I'm, I'm more than happy to uh, no, run off what it. you said. Okay, okay, so in terms of coping mechanisms um, for me, uh, if I think about that, I mean, there's three main things for me that kind of regulate how I feel and they can be re- they range from really simple things to quite i guess more complex stuff so the first thing for me is that if i'm feeling really down and i i wake up one morning and i feel like shit then the likelihood is i will stay in bed and that's actually really destructive i think because i'm then stuck in that mindset that i don't want to get out of this zone because actually it's probably where i feel comfortable at that particular moment but at the same time i have my phone next to me and that is not useful at all and that is quite destructive in itself and i feel like the only way to really switch off is to just kind of find somewhere else to be um and getting and staying in your bed on your phone is, is really not a healthy thing to do when you, you know, regardless of how you feel. But I do do it. And I, I, I you know, that's one of my things I do to cope with stress sometimes. Um, now, for me, there's two things that kind of shine through when I think about this. The first of all, the first thing I said, and I, I, I repeat it very often now on the podcast. Um, I was at a really low point and My best friend, he said to me, look, think about all of the positives that you have you know, even if there's negatives, so many negatives in your life, you've still got a roof over your head and a warm shower in the morning. And I feel like they're the most important things. And for me, one of my coping mechanisms is to just go and have a shower or a bath because that process for me of going to the the bathroom, locking the door and just being by myself, maybe putting some music on, um, having a shower, it just makes me feel a lot better and I feel like that's one of my mechanisms for dealing with it you know going and doing that staying out of everyone's way getting off my phone and just being somewhere that I can just be on my own without anything and then another thing that I do is I will go for a walk and I have a favorite spot that I go to and I sit there and I just listen to music and I think about you know what's going on in my life and how it really doesn't matter at that point because at that point in time I'm in my favorite spot I'm listening to my favorite music and to be honest it's a really nice experience and I feel like you need to find coping mechanisms that aren't destructive but are good experiences for you so if that's going for a walk I I cannot see how a walk could ever be destructive um, unless you're going out like late at night maybe and that's dangerous but you know if you're going out for a walk in the day you're going to sit somewhere, then I don't see how that could ever be destructive. And I think, you know, that's a really good thing to do. Um, you know, music I've mentioned is a massive thing that I, I use to make me feel better. And a lot of the time at the moment, it's been chilled out music, usually female artists. I feel like really kind of chill me out a bit more. Um, soundtracks I really like. So yeah, just these things for coping really help me. Uh, it's not to say that I don't suffer from anxiety, depression, or any you know any other mental disorder. I I do, and I feel like these things help me. So maybe it will help you. So that's why I um, kind of talk uh, about my approach, I guess. Um, so that's my my input with that one. Mm. Um, yeah. Um. Go on, Jack. 
don't know. I've had... I guess I could say I've had a lot of, of coping mechanisms. Um, as everyone knows, I normally waffle on for ages about uh, my my experiences with it. But um, coping mechanisms for me is definitely... Um, yeah, definitely something that that I that I need or have needed um, quite a lot over the over the course of well, as long as I can remember, really. Like it's, I guess you can have coping mechanisms with a lot of things, uh, not just not just mental health, like stress with work and stuff. Um, most most people know or. Or if you don't, then you will now. But I used to, I used to smoke quite a lot, um, like actual cigarettes. I don't, I don't really anymore. Um, the only time is really uh, is if I'm going out and drinking. Um, so I've got a vape, which is okay. It's it's nothing, it's nothing amazing. I don't want, I don't really want to do it that much. To be honest, I just. I don't know. You just find, um, I don't know. It's it's just a comfort thing. Yeah, cancer sticks exactly bad, honey. It's not good, man. It's not good at all. Um, I don't know. I feel like it, it sounds it sounds stupid, but I feel like this this podcast is like a nice coping mechanism for me because it gets <laughs> yeah a lot every off Monday. My chest. Yeah, every Monday I literally just dump a shitload off my mind. Um. Sometimes Rich it's on the podcast, prior. sometimes it's before or after the podcast. Sorry, Jack, which um, prior, oh. and if you guys don't know in chat, me and Jack are brothers, you would mm. bottle things up for weeks. Mm. And you wouldn't dump anything. And, and then months, <laughs> yeah. And then instead of you dumping things out calmly, it would come out mm. overtly emotional. In full force, in anger yeah. or sort of uh, like crying and things like that. So... I think for sure, yeah. like, for you especially, like this podcast is because you fucking hate talking, don't you? So yeah, <laughs> like about yeah, that. I do. <laughs> so um, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I think I feel like this. I don't know. I guess I just come accustomed to it. And it's always something that I don't know. I don't. I don't see it as as talking to. I see it as talking like in like the four of us and it's it's just nice to have the other people like like chat i guess um like talking with us and sharing their experiences and stuff and it's just nice to to have such a nice community um we do have an awesome community we do we do we do we do it's awesome um and yeah it's just it's just nice to have to have those people around us, I guess. I mean, I used to used to do um, quite a bit of exercise. I've started to get back into it now, but I I know that's obviously a coping mechanism for quite a lot of people. Um, is going out and doing and doing some exercise to release, as my mum says, release the dolphins or <laughs> the endorphins, as as a normal Anybody person else would say. <laughs> <laughs> put um, that shit on a t-shirt <laughs> release the dolphins um but yeah i don't know like i play a lot of video games which sort of distracts me from real world problems i guess 
um, without <laughs> being, without being yeah, without being crazy morbid about it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's just, yeah. I mean, I feel like it's with with sort of along with substance abuse, it's obviously very unhealthy to get into that side of things, and like even with even with my smoking it's it's obviously really unhealthy and i know it is it's just one of those things that helps at the time um there's obviously other substances that are are good like medication like medication that you get from the doctor not from old professor green down the side of the uh <laughs> down the side of your house dank galf the green yeah um so yeah like professional professional help and getting medication is obviously really good um another another massive one for me is is um music and i know blazers put it on on there already but music is huge for me and i've actually got a tattoo on my back um it's a it's like a triangle one side is a black rose, one side is a pink rose, and then in the middle is like a treble clef. If you don't know what one is, just Google it. It's, you'll recognize it straight away, what it is. Um, and that tattoo was my first tattoo, and it was it's supposed to symbolize. So like the pink rose is the good side of my mind, the good thoughts, the black rose is the dark side, and the sort of in the middle is like a mediator, which is the treble clef, which was obviously that was me getting my coping mechanism kind of like put on me really um mm. obviously as a tattoo so it's a fun fact about <laughs> my tattoo but yeah that's uh that's would like you say your tattoos in its own are like i i, I know you say, like are you saying here that your tattoos are a coping mechanism for you or that that particular think, one is i think they just i don't think they are a coping mechanism I mean, they're fucking amazing. Don't get me wrong, because I absolutely love getting tattooed, mm, mm. and it does make me feel good when when I get them. Um, but I feel like a lot of them represent coping mechanisms. Mm. Um, yeah, they're reminded exactly, Blaze. Yeah, they're reminders of your coping mechanisms. Mm. Like that's probably one of the few that one of the few that I've got that's an actual coping mechanism. The one on my wrist is probably. Um, another one, the life's not out to get you, um, is like that. Um, and yeah, like, I don't know, um, going to festivals and going to gigs and stuff. I've got a, I've got like a big sort of arm piece and on one side is like a tent with a fire and then a guitar on it. Mm. And that's another, another one of my, it's all sort of music related, I guess, but going to gig, uh, sorry, going to festivals. That's what that's support uh, supposed to represent. Um, but yeah, I I won't won't ramble on too much. But yeah, it's I feel like obviously they're all different for for each for each individual. Yeah. Um, it's just making sure that they are healthy coping mechanisms and not and not unhealthy. Um, and I've I mean I've been both sides of that spectrum and. The healthy ones are always best, even though you don't think so at the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, it's really hard to understand which one's best at which time, isn't it? Mm. Oh, for sure. Uh, which 
pretty much leads perfectly onto my point now um this isn't a plug and i want to and i want to specify this because this is a tough oh, subject i'm not for me. gonna have to drink yeah <laughs> <laughs> this is it, this is tough for me because it, i yeah i'll get onto it as you guys may know um in the chorus of one of my, well the only song you've heard um i say the words um I didn't want to believe how much I needed help. Thoughts circulate my head. I'm not doing well. But this liquor in my throat doesn't lie. I've been stuck in my mind for a long time. Um, and I guess for a long, long time, one of my coping mechanisms, and this was after uh, my first sort of big breakup. Um, I hadn't had a proper girlfriend for a while. Fell in love with somebody absolutely insanely in love with somebody. Um and that ended and one of my coping mechanisms i spain the song was was literally drink liquor enough to su basically send me to sleep just to suppress thoughts suppress pain that i'd sort of felt at the time um and in the time that i'd sort of decided to stupidly i know sort of use alcohol as a coping mechanism I, i'd i'd written this song and this is you will hear the last song on on our record it's called forgive me if you know japanese but kanashi desu kanashi des i believe you don't pronounce the you in japanese basically means i am sad in japanese but i just didn't want to put it just as as an english thing um and I explained sort of another coping mechanism in that song because at the ve the very last thing you'll hear of the record that will release is uh, maybe this record could set me free because nothing else fucking has. And I feel like that leads quite almost nicely in a weird, very, very weird way onto the fact that music has saved me and, of course, so, so, so many mm, other people. Totally agree. Um because as soon as I got the opportunity to sort of make something of it and just fucking get all this bottled up feeling inside me, first of all, lyrically onto a page, but then to just to perform it to my own bandmates was was amazing. I mean, we haven't performed this, this song that I just sort of mentioned. Um, it's not something that I could casually perform. It's just too hard for me to sing. Um, but I feel like, as as Lewis said, and and, I've, and in fact everybody in this has said, music is so unbelievably important um, because there are so many artists out there that, for, especially for me, and definitely for everybody in this call that we resonate with, um, and that you know they may have gone through similar things. That you can go, you know what I went, I I've done that, you know. I've been through that and the fact that someone else has resonated with it means, you know, they found a way to beat it as well. Mm. Um, and that, and that was that, you know, I kicked myself in the bollocks, looked myself in the mirror and said, you're not a fucking drinker. You're not, a, I mean, an alcoholic isn't the right word, but I suppose it was, you know, like a binging mechanism. It wasn't every single night, but it was nights where I was just like, I need to suppress this pain or I'm just, I'm, I'm just going to be, well, probably just feel worthless, I suppose, is, is the right way to put it. I wouldn't want to obviously want to make it sound 
terrible because I never ever got to that state. But I wanted to just sort of suppress the pain because I know in the morning it was a new day. It was a new time to sort of try and reinvent myself and, and things like that. And it took a it took a short while, but I managed to reinvent my myself into into my own sort of form of art in in omen one and um that has saved me in in i, I don't even know in, in in probably in a colossal way because ever since omen one has been a thing i've always said i will never be anything other than a musician um even if that means I'm not even playing in my own band, if that means I'm producing for other people or if I'm composing or like anything, it can literally be anything. Like I, I am a musician. I'm a musician at heart and that's all I want to do. Um, so thank fuck for music, I suppose is my, uh, hmm. is my finisher on that front. Cheers to that. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Cheers to that. Drink Indeed. to that. Onto the IPA. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, Maxwell, you need to come in and drink. Well, if you can chat, Maxwell. We do we do a mental health section every week because we feel like it's really important to speak about it. Uh, if you want to hear it live, you can go to twitch.tv slash blocksport, twitch.tv slash ironlyshark, or twitch.tv slash Benky the Damn Goose, and you can watch this live um, and comment. So if you ever do have issues you want to talk about in chat, then we do read them and we do listen. Uh, you know, it's a really good space to get involved. Um, and it is a safe space, of course. We try to promote that as much as we can. Mm. Okay. Beavertown Neck Oil, um, IPA. <laughs> um, yeah. Blew my fucking mind. Um, pretty good. Pretty good. Oh, pretty good. Awesome. This is lush. Oh, screens. Oh, screens. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I'm switching screens as we speak. This is a bloody lovely IPA. Okay. <laughs> Here we go then, boys. Um, for taste, I'm going to give this a nine. Ooh. Really like the taste. Um, for that one. Where are we going, Jack? Ten. <laughs> um, uh, Benky? Hold on. This is so Look tough. Jack's face. This Jack's is so face. tough. I'm going to go for a four. No, I'm joking. Uh <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> you should have seen our faces then. <laughs> um, yeah, 10. It's going to be a 10. It's a 10. Oh, uh, bad honey. There you go, man. You wish Nine. to have a little look. It's really, really cool. Really, really awesome. I mean, the front decor is obviously the main thing, but it's awesome. I mean, you can see the design on the stream. <laughs> it is right there. Um, mm. But oh, it's yeah, really um, Okay, 9.2 on taste. Wait, we haven't heard from Sam yet. Let me go slap him around the head. Um, okay, we'll go for... Uh, Jack, what's your aftertaste? He's shouting at me. Oh, we'll to... He says it's in <laughs> the chat. <laughs> It is. Oh, it is. 8788. Okay. That. 8788. Let me add that on. And metrics put his in. 9.2. Wolfie is 98710. I've added metrics. I've added uh, Sam's. Okay. 9.2. 9.2 on taste. Lovely. Okay. Uh, aftertaste. Um, 
didn't do it as much for me, I won't lie, I'm gonna give that a seven. I'll agree on the aftertaste being a bit low. I'll, I'll go for an eight on the aftertaste. <laughs> Jack. Nine. <laughs> oh, I thought he was gonna quad ten it. Whew. Damn. 7.8 on that one. No, oh, that fell short a bit there. Crispness, wow, it's got to be a 10. It was very crisp I and I really liked yeah, it. This is this is a summer beer out and out. Are you giving that a 10, Jack? Oh, yeah, dude. All right. <laughs> Max only gave it a 7. That's interesting. Oh, I'm really interested with that one. Uh, a 9 on oh, that one then. He muted himself because he's a cleft. A 9 on that one then. Okay. <laughs> and uh, drinkability, uh, I could drink this all night long, so that's getting a yeah, 10 from me. I agree, it's a 10 from me. Matt and Jack. dropped a 10 as well. Oh, it's huge, it's colossal. 10. Lovely. So, can we get overall scores on the doors for Beaver Town Neck Oil? It's a 9.6 on drinkability, <laughs> and then overall scores on the doors. Be having this next week, then, boys, eh? Well, <laughs> Maybe yeah. we'll see. I'll I'll give you the grand score in a minute. Uh, I'm just waiting for the overall oh, score. Eight point nine overall. Okay. Oh, I feel like a sub nine really? is harsh. So Beaver Town eight point nine. That'd be Sam. Okay. Fucking Sam. So <laughs> we're going to go down to the top five and see if it gets on there. It does. It's on there for next week, boys. Hey! Hey! That's huge. That's huge. Uh, so, let me just... Yeah, that, that just tells you how critical you are at um, rating it. That it's in the top five, and it's only an 8.9. Yeah. Critical bunch. Right. Before... Well, no, you can start New Music Monday, but I need a week. So. Well, I'm just going through the scores. So, Northern right. Monk got 5.27. Beavertown Neckor got 8.9. I'm going to just make it so that you can actually see what we're looking at, because... I appreciate that it's not very readable at the moment. So let's just uh, edit this. Elvis Juice drops out. I know, man. I'm pretty sure I gave it four tens as well, Elvis Juice. It's just some other motherfuckers didn't like it as much. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here we are. You can see that we've got the scores there. And then our top five. I thought we were doing six. We are doing six next week, to be fair, I thought. But... uh. Our top five. That's what you said earlier. I did say six, and I think we've announced six on chat as well. So top five this uh, of the the year of 2020 is Salt Crash. Oh wait, I'll start from the bottom. Salt Jute Session IPA came in at 8.77. We then got the Beavertown Neck Oil IPA, which is from today, coming in at 8.9. The Five Points Duper at 9.1. The Brewdog Jackhammer. At 9.13 and the Salt oh, Crash good. APA at 9.25. So five beautiful IPAs. Um, mm. I just oh, yeah, sorry, it's the top five with, with the top one as Punk IPA because we have Punk IPA is a 10 all round. Um, I just want to mention um, obviously, this is in preparation for next week's podcast. The IPAs that you are seeing on screen are the IPAs we're obviously going to be drinking next week. So if you wished, and it, of course, if you're of age, to uh, join in, please grab them because it's going to be uh, a big drunk fest. So uh, 
Lewis is going to be absolutely slaughtered. <laughs> five, you six, remember, six. You remember when he only when we had four, and at the end of four, he was absolutely That's gone. Why four head count. Six. That's when we got four head cans. Yeah, four head cam. Four yes, head cam. Yes, oh. <laughs> Only the best cam. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to nip to the loo, so I'll get you guys to introduce the next topic. I'm off. Hell yeah, next dude. Topic. Oh, it's the last. Next topic is also the last topic. We're moving on to our iconic New Music Monday. This is where every week... The four of us pick three songs that we have either found or been listening to consistently that we have been enjoying. And we um, give you our songs for to listen if you like the genre or if you like the music or whatever. We also have a compatible Spotify playlist, which if you use Spotify and you're not a, like Blaze and you're a tosspot, um, you can <laughs> listen to this. <laughs> you can listen to this. Uh, <laughs> Wow. <laughs> you can listen to this playlist on Spotify. Um, no, fuck. Sorry, boys. I've, I've, I've fucked it for us. You can listen to this. There is a huge array of music on there, varying from the heavy of the heavies metal to the lightest of the lightest lo-fi kind of stuff. So if you're sort of uh, feeling a playlist like that, then please feel free to follow the Spotify playlist. Um, we got five followers, can... boys. We are moving up in the world. Hell yeah. Right. Tom, would you like to start? New music? Uh, should we wait for Lewis? Should we wait for Lewis? Just in case he's here. Oh, he's here. He's here. Here he is. Here he is. Stop talking about him. He's here. He's here. He's here. Your yeah, senpai yeah, yeah. has returned. Stop talking about him <laughs> and his stupid haircut. Right, go on, Tom. <laughs> uh, okay. So, weird mix this week from me. Mm. Uh, the first song is from a band called Refused. has become like... The, the poster band from cyberpunk so they're they are the band from cyberpunk they've just taken on a new name called samurai um that is keanu reeves's character's band and they have a song called chipping in which i think is just a really cool song i have not really listened to any of their other stuff actually a lot of but two of the artists from this week i've not listened to any of their other stuff i just found these two songs and was like they're cool. I'll listen to it more. Um, the next one is by an artist. Oh, I've got to get a surname right. Is by an artist called Rina Dawayama. God, is that? I think I put. Um, <laughs> uh, I put some of her stuff on before, but she recently brought out a music video for one of her songs of her debut album called Lucid. It's like a poppy song, so if you probably wouldn't be interested um but i like it and the third song aptly named fuck 2020 um <laughs> by i think there's four different artists that are on it it's like a rap song but it's quite it's quite goofy it's quite a good song as well i quite like the title because that encapsulates this fuck year for real. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the Steel Panthers. Fuck 2020. Nah. <laughs> nope. Then my three are a bit different this week. Hmm. Interesting. Nice. Um, <laughs> who wants Lewis, to go next? Uh, mine. Hmm. I could do mine if you want. Go, go for it. Treat yourself. <laughs> okay. 
Okay, okay. Um, on my my top three this this week, uh, Sad People, Kid Cudi. Very good. I really like that song. So much so that it's on my top three. Uh, we've gone over the album review. So if you want to listen to that, scroll back an hour and listen. Um, but yeah, really like that one. Um, the other one, it came out in November, but um, thank you, Sam, for enlightening me the other day and reminding me of this fantastic song. Um, new song by the Pretty Reckless called 25. Um, it's got a lot of old school kind of Pretty Reckless vibes to it, which I really liked, and very cool guitar and rock ballady. It's really nice to have them back in the fray, so I was excited to kind of hear that one. There's also another song on the EP called... Uh, Death by Rock and Roll, I believe, um, which is okay, but 25 is the better song. Five minutes of Pretty Reckless is not bad at all. Uh, and then I had, so today, um, Aurora, who I've been listening to a lot, and I'm currently listening to her vinyl, uh, has come out with, uh, there's a film that's come out called Wolf Walkers, uh, and she has done a song or revisited a song called Running With The Wolves with with that um, actual soundtrack for the movie. But it made me kind of listen to the original again, uh, Running With The Wolves, and I love that song. So I thought, you know, that original is, is far superior, I think, and, and really kind of says a lot about her as an artist. Her voice is brilliant. Uh, she also does, I think I've said before, she does the... Uh, if you listen to Into The Unknown, the Frozen song, she's the one that does the kind of high vocals in the background. And she did the John Lewis Christmas advert as well. Um, yeah, lovely uh, to listen to in the background to help me go to sleep. So I thought that was a good one to add. So they're my top three this week. Nice, nice. Um, I've definitely got three and not four. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> definitely got three and not four. Um, so a artist that I really, 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 really like called Nothing Nowhere... Um, one of his songs, Fake Friend. There's also another one called Blood. You should really listen to it. It's also really good. Fake Friend <laughs> is um, a really good song by him. Absolutely quality. Uh, it's just come out. The video is hilarious as well. It's got like puppets on it. Um, would recommend watching it just for a laugh. And because the song is an absolute banger. Um, so yeah, Fake Friend and also Blood. You should really listen to it. Um, mm. uh, my second one and for those of you that are keen and remember last week i mentioned a artist called aries and um he has released another song which is impossible because he never releases music um he's released another song called conversations um it's kind of a not really rap it's kind of like a summary vibey I don't know how to explain it. It's fucking incredible, though, so definitely go listen to it. Uh, it's Conversations by Aries. And then my last one is by an artist called Bill Murray. That's B-I-L-M-U-R-I. And they're kind of a prog metal band. Um, they kind of meme a lot, to be fair, and it's quite funny. Um, but would highly recommend listening to them. Um, and the song is called It's All In Caps With No Spaces. I seriously dislike most other people, or humans, I think, actually. I think I'm lying. Yes, humans, yeah. <laughs> yeah, humans, and it's an absolute banger. Would highly recommend listening to it. Um, it's kind of a, yeah, prog metal. It's pretty heavy, but yeah, I love it. The absolutely last love song it. on their latest EP is just called Egg, but there's a space in between each letter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're probably The record is called Eggy Pockets. Oh, what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> 
It's a brilliant, absolutely brilliant, uh, brilliant band. Give them a chance. Yeah, Weird. has hit us with your three. Or My four. three are Go all in the judge. same genre uh, this week. They're all hitting the rock scene, unsurprisingly. Wow, Harrison listening to rock. Never fucking heard of it. Yeah, shut up. We're starting with a band. Um, God, which one should I start with? Called Isotopes. Anybody heard of Isotopes? Yeah. Um, they have a. They only have fifty thousand monthly listeners, but ten days ago they released a track called Flower, um, which is their first song since uh, twenty nineteen EP, which I haven't listened to. It's the only track that I listened to. Um, proper you rock song. You should listen song. to it, by the way. Um. Yeah, proper rock song, catchy chorus, amazing vocals. Um, a band that sort of deserves a bit more recognition. Um, the lead singer is also wearing a Crystal Lake t-shirt, so I approve. Um, <laughs> the next song is by a band called Captives. Have anybody's heard of Captives? Um, I think they did a cover of Falling Apart. It's a, it's a cover or an original, I'm not sure. Um, they again 10 days ago they released a track called Glass Heart um, which is uh, again quite similar to Isotopes they're a little less vocally talented I suppose the right word they don't hit sort of the high highs as opposed to Isotopes but again another catchy chorus very very impressive lyrics in the track as well um, and they're also supporting Normandy which is a band that I really like um, on the 2021 UK tour in October with Thousand Below. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, three bands that I, well, two bands that I love and one band that I've recently gotten into. Um, so that's really cool. Uh, the last band in the uh, rock genre, if I didn't tell you before, is by a band that we've actually had on t- twice or three times now. Um, As Everything Unfolds, I think, uh, Tom, mm. you, you, you popped a song in from there, didn't you? Hiding yeah. From Myself, you did. And then I did the next song, Take Me There. And then 10 days ago as well, on the 4th of December, they also uh, released another new single. Looks like they're oh, nice. preparing for a new record. Um, maybe a full-length LP. That'd be really cool. Uh, it's called Stranger in the Mirror. Uh, that is a freaking awesome song. Um, her vocals are amazing. She goes pretty hard in it as well. She gets quite um, heavy. Um, and in the first verse, there's an amazing line. We run from our problems like there's no tomorrow. Our reckless minds are so tainted in sorrow. And I, I heard that and went, oh, that's really nice. Well, it's not particularly Wish nice, I'd written but... that. Yeah, wish I'd written. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, and I think that's a really awesome lyric. It sort of suggests that uh, we're sort of being birthed into a very problematic world and we're all sort of going to relate to the same thing. Um so I think that's really cool. Um, a band that I'm going to keep a very, very close eye on, to be honest, because they're uh, they seem to be, be popping bangers out mm. all over the shop. So um, mm. yeah, that's my new music Monday. Woo! Very nice Woo indeed, baby. Mm. Have we had all of us? Is that, that was all of us, wasn't it? Yeah, amazing. Well, guys, uh, that marks the end of our podcast. So thank you so much for listening. Mm. As, As always, always thank you. you can listen to us on twitch.tv slash blocks apart, twitch.tv slash iron thy shark, twitch.tv slash banky the damn goose. If you go into any of those channels and type exclamation mark discord, you'll be linked to our discord uh, so you can go and chill with us. Um, speak